Today is January the 3rd. Today we see paradise lost, how things actually turned out. Our reading for today is Genesis chapters 3 through 5. This is the story of the first fall of mankind. Now, it goes beyond Adam and Eve, but it starts certainly with Adam and Eve. Uh, in the fall, man is affected in three ways. Man loses his innocence. God told him, you can do anything you want to accept, eat from that tree. Man did, lost his innocence, and as a result, today we feel guilt. The second thing that happened, man lost his honor. He walked with God. Now when God came, man hid himself. And when God says, why are you hiding? He says, because I was ashamed. The third thing that happened is that man loses his power to govern. Now the world works against him. Now man lives in fear. When Adam and Eve hide from God, they say, and God says, why are you doing that? And man says, because I was afraid. I saw that I was naked, and I was afraid. Now, how did that sin take place? Uh, yesterday, we mentioned that God told Adam and Eve that they were to enjoy what he had given them and that they were to govern it. Instead, what they began to do is they began to, instead of enjoying they began to desire. The serpent tells Eve that the fruit is good. She looks at the fruit and she desires it. Now, that word for desire in the rest of the Old Testament is translated lust. A desire is simple. Lust carries with it the connotation of evil. Instead of enjoying what God has given us, we want to take more and hoard it and keep it to ourselves. In addition, God told man that he was to govern, he was to care for creation. Now, God says, creation will work against you, whereas before you could cultivate the land and it would produce for you. Now, it'll produce thorns. Now, it'll produce weeds. Now, you're going to have to work hard to get what you want out of the land. In chapter 4, the sin extends to Cain and Abel. God uh, favored Abel's sacrifice because Abel gave the best. Cain gave some of his uh, plants, of his fruit. And uh, God preferred Abel's sacrifice, giving his best. Uh, Cain begins to plot on what to do about that. He decides that he wants to kill Abel. God approaches Cain and he says, be careful. Sin now desires you. Very same word. You must subdue it. You must govern it. The very same word. Governing, ruling, exploiting. 
enjoying becomes lusting after. Sin extends to all mankind. In chapter 5, we see the story of the rest of mankind. We're uh, led to believe because at the end of each one, it mentions when they died, we're to believe they too sin. What about you? We mentioned at the beginning how man began to feel guilt, shame, and fear. Where do you feel guilt? Where do you feel shame? Where do you feel fear? Read Genesis 3 through 5, please, and look at yourself. Genesis 3 through 5, New Living Translation. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some fruit of the tree and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was there with her, and he ate it too. At the moment their eyes were open, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness, so they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden, so they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. And you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All of your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grain. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat, until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. Then the man Adam named his wife Eve, because she would be the mother of all who lived. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. The Lord God said, Look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. 
What if they reach out and take fruit from the tree of life and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden. And he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. Now Adam had sexual relations with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd, while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions from the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right, but if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. One day Cain suggested to his brother, Let's go out into the fields, and while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, Where is your brother? Where is Abel? I do not know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you. No matter how hard you work, from now on you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain founded a city which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Erad. Erad became the father of Mahuthjilah. Mahuthjilah became the father of Mahushalah. Mahushalah became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first one was named Ada and the second one was Zilhah. Ada gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who raised livestock and lived in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, the first of all who played the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zilhah, gave birth to a son named Tubal-Cain. He became an expert in foraging tools of bronze and iron. Tubal-Cain had a sister named Nahumah. One day, Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zilha, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished seventy-seven times. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth. 
For she said, The God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. And this is the written account of the descendants of Adam. When God created human beings, he made them to be like himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him. In his very image, he named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years, and then he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. After the birth of Mahalalel, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. After the birth of Jared, Mahalalel lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalel lived 895 years, and then he died. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. After the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in a close friendship with God for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close friendship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years, then he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah, for he said, May he bring us relief from all our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see a world gone mad.